The SBC <laughs> is imploding from the inside. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we are so excited to have you. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Andrea, how's your heart? It's wonderful. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think if our listeners had a can, like if this was not just an audible medium, yeah, 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 um, like if they had a camera and could see us dancing to, to our own, yeah, I also uh, feel like they would, music. they might turn it off because uh, I look rough. Oh no, uh, I don't think they need to watch the whole. No, thing. yeah, just it's better just than that. it's audible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, are we on Audible? Hey, let us know. Are we? On- <laughs> Is is Audible just for books? They have podcasts, I think. Oh, do they? Maybe. Sure. Okay. Um, what are you listening to us uh, on? When you listen to the show, what <laughs> app do you use? Great. And Me? so, yeah, I was oh. asking you specifically. Um, <laughs> I you were asking our podrishners. No, I know which ones they're listening to. I get a whole breakdown yeah. of how many people listen on what uh, Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking, looking rough. Um, here's the thing. Um, my daughter turned 13 yesterday mm-hmm. and we sent her off to church camp mm-hmm. and, um, then immediately went to work to surprise her mm-hmm. with a new bedroom when yes. she gets home for her 13th birthday. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, um, stuff is expensive. Yeah. Like, uh, I, like she also needs clothes and stuff like that, but like do paint, what Paint in the world is expensive? Paint, everything, everything, inflation, dude. dude it's the worst. It's inflation, the absolute worst. Also, uh, having a thirteen-year-old also the worst. Like, <laughs> I'm not old enough for that. Sure, you are. I asked her this week. I was like, "Am I still fun, lovable, goofball dad, or am I cringe, embarrassing dad?" Ooh, what did she say? And she said a little bit of both. And I said, "I feel like that's a good balance." I, I think feel, so. I think I'm okay with because that. I think that you can find the joy in being cringe, embarrassing. Yeah, dad. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, for it, sure. I mean, you you have found the joy in the lovable goofball dad for the Co- last thirteen years. Correct. But now it's time to find a new, a new joy, a new joy, uh, a a new joy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't love, uh, I don't love that the day that I sent her off to youth camp, I see this uh, headline, uh, church group in Texas barely escapes van before it goes up in flames. Yeah. That's not great. Dude. It made me super duper nervous. Don't love Um, that. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently a, a church van containing 11 youth and two adults caught fire on its way to summer camp in Kerrville, Texas. Oh my gosh. Um, that's like real close. Yeah. 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 Like, and so, uh, yikers, man. I, um, the anchor church in Houston uh, uh-huh. was sending kids off to, uh, to, um, to, to church camp. And you know, this is why you pray for your kids. Mm, you know, is. now nobody was hurt. Everybody's good, fine. Good. Uh, but the, the pictures of the church van on the highway, not, not, not great here. I'll show you real quick. Um, Oh yeah. Nobody wants to see that. Nope, 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 nope. Jeez. Not at all. Not at all. So praying for my kids, uh, yeah. you know, that they're, that they do okay. So, or yeah. kid. 
But also, they're all my kids. I, you know, yeah, yeah, they're, all they're, of them. They're, they're, they're all my all kids. Yeah. So uh, also, um, here's the thing. Um, I've been painting a lot. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I just kind of forgot about. I'm just gonna be honest. Uh-huh. I just I forgot about paint fumes. Right. I forgot. So uh, I might have been painting for the past hundred hours. I don't know what's happening. Give I've lost take. all track of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I am tasting colors at this point. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So this show, I'm and really you're, excited. You're about. smelling in sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. I have synesthesia. I don't know how I pulled that up. By the way. By the way, wow. synapses still firing. Wow. I am <laughs> super impressed Just right saying. now. Suck it, brains. I don't know. Can't, what is can't remember <laughs> the color the the word for the color blue, but nope. no. synesthesia. You can just pull no. that out of somewhere. Azure. Okay, so um, <laughs> so. <laughs> because listen, guys, when I got here, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Which I've I've been here for a few hours. Let's eat. podcast time is weird. By the way, have you? I have. Okay, awesome. I don't. Um, you were in that room painting with the door closed yeah. and no window open. Yeah, I kind of forgot. Yeah, uh-huh. and Julie's <laughs> like, "You want to open a window?" And you're like, "I don't want to let the cold air out." And I'm like, "I want the bought air out." <laughs> you have killed all of your brain cells. <laughs> I killed most of them. I think you should probably open a window. It's fine, I still need open a window, my was. dude. That's good. So uh, open the window and just kind of kept painting. Uh, yeah. I don't love. Uh, I don't love. Um, you know, painting. It, painting might be my not for me. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan mm-hmm. of it. I, I'm really happy when it's over. But uh, but I don't love. Can I tell you what I don't? Why I don't love painting? Yeah, I'm not good at it. Mm-hmm. As a three, it's very difficult because I get done with the project and I look at the project and I go, I've completed a project. And then uh, two weeks later, I notice that one spot. Oh, yeah. For me, it's underneath the, the, the oh, sound Oh, yeah, bar, I can see that. Right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when I see the, the, the one or two spots, I'm like, crap, I got to repaint the whole thing. No, just touch that up. I mean, it's going to take, it's going to take. Oh my gosh, you're such a three. Yes. The other day, yeah. that reminds me. I've got to. By the way, you've up. been here for hours to help us. Like decorate my daughter's room. You're such a two. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you. He's not wrong. I know, right? Um, I have to read this. This is this is your Facebook post uh, from uh, not too long ago. Oh no, I'm not, I'm kind of worried about this one. And it was the most Enneagram three I have thing I have ever read <laughs> ever on. in the history. Of ever. I'm in the middle of 100 Days of Gratitude, and I'm posting. I try to post uh-huh. every day. I have given myself the grace to not post every day uh-huh. because um, here in the not-too-distant future, I'm going to be able to go on vacation, mm-hmm. and on purpose, I'm going to like not be right. on social things. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to take some time and spend it with my family yeah, and not worry about all that. in the moment, yeah. And, and so I, I won't be... I, I would miss those days, mm-hmm. and so I'm not being too strict on it. But my favorite thing right now absolute favorite thing is because this is something that I've been doing for three or four years Yeah, is my Facebook remembers. I can uh-huh. literally go back into my memories and be like, what was I thankful for three years ago? Mm-hmm. It is the most fantastic that thing is, to good. be like, it's such a nice little time capsule. I, uh, I think I know what you're about to say and I apologize in advance. So I'm just, I'm just going to read this. Okay. He, he said, uh, this is from June 16th. Uh, today I am grateful for my 401k. You know what? Let's pause right that- there. <laughs> no, let's pause right there. 
Um, not everybody works for a company that has a 401k, right. and I'm, I'm grateful to be able to invest in that. Yeah, That is the 401 kilometers, 249.17 <laughs> miles that I have invested in my future. I'm also grateful that my thing, um, which sounds weird, allows me to go out and see the beauty... <laughs> see the beauty of what's around me in a healthy way. I don't eat, drink my way through a city. I'm not looking for an escape, rather an experience. Um, hey, you know what? Read that well, with like a little bit of heart. Can you hold read that on, with a little bit of heart? Because it's this last No, no, hold on. Let's pause, let's pause real quick. Okay. Uh, because okay. I'm saying, what I'm saying is I don't go to a city and drink my way through it. I don't yes. go through a city and eat my way through it. Absolutely. My, m- the thing that I'm into is that I go find a, a place to run in, this, yes. in a city. And so when I'm in New Orleans, yeah. I like going and running through uh-huh. like the French Quarter in the morning, by the way, it still smells bad. But running in the morning is way different than going and like stumbling from bar to bar at the nighttime. Absolutely. Okay. That's the thing. Read it with a little bit of heart um, next time. Put some respect on my neck. Go ahead. And now back to the post. Uh, this year has been hard in a lot of ways, which is true. Yeah. Um, But setting goals that are hard and proving to yourself that you can achieve them Uh help to navigate the difficulties of life. After all, I've already proven to myself that I can do hard things. That's right. And it, when I read that, I started, and because you wrote it with so much heart, I started to comment and be like, Oh my gosh, the Enneagram three is so strong you right should now. Have. Why I didn't like, you? I was like, okay, Andre, he's trying to be like all nice and serious and like. No, I wasn't. Like I was trying. Real. I was trying to brag that I ran two hundred fifty oh miles. Oh my this gosh, year. you were. You absolutely were. And I meant to bring it up <laughs> when I saw that. I meant to bring it up the very next time yeah. we recorded, and I was like, I forgot. And when <laughs> just now, when you were talking about, um, oh. Oh my! You called me a two. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you know, hold on, hold on a second. Three. Fair. I mean, listen. I, I, I'm, Good I'm, for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that your thing allows you to. Please explore. stop talking, Andrea. <laughs> if I've said it once, <laughs> I've said it a thousand times. Please stop talking about my thing. I was just reading your post. I read it exactly the way you wrote it. Please stop. It's just it makes me feel uncomfortable. It's like when our, our a previous guest, uh, Stephanie Ernstberger, she calls me dad. It's weird. That is weird. Yeah, it's just strange. When her when her kids call, call me papa, it's weird. <laughs> Plus, I kind of feel like a papa. Well, you know, you are getting older. I might be a peepaw. Would, would I be a papa or peepaw? I don't know. <laughs> you're taking too long to think about this. Let's move on. Uh, I think pa- you're a papa. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question. Sure. Uh, Jim Bob Duggar, does he go Does he go by Papa, Peepaw, or does he just go by, uh, like, uh, first of all, do his grandkids even know who he exists, or do they all, like, get separated from him? Well, I, I think that Josh and Anna's kids probably are involved. I yeah. don't know about the other, some of the girls that have kids. The I, only I, reason that I ask is because Shiny Happy People was Amazon's most successful docuseries ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. The, the the debut was hotter than anything they've ever done. Which, you know, Docu-series that's interesting wise. to me. I I wonder if it's because uh, the world, the society we live in today, they love to see the downfall of uh, people who profess Christianity. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably part of it. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of people that watched it that I've talked to are like, it, it didn't spend that much time on the Duggars. And it no. really didn't. Yeah. I mean, obviously... Like the the whole middle part, I would say most of episodes 
uh, two, three, and four were about Bill Gothard. Yeah. So that's interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, I think that it has uh, a direct correlation on the fact that we covered it on our show. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure I'm about it. I'm positive that that's what it was. Yeah. So, um, okay. Let's talk about the fact that um, the SBC, the, the Southern Baptist Convention. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Convention. Guys, he's high. <laughs> Convention. <laughs> Settle down. That's all I'm saying. Southern Baptist Convention. You settled uh, down. No, I was talking to myself. Okay. I was telling myself to settle down. Okay. Um, the Southern Baptist Convention is imploding. It's falling apart. Yeah. And uh, and it's for the dumbest of reasons. <laughs> I mean, you are not wrong. Uh, that's my own personal opinion. I know that there are some people that are out there that um, they take the fun out of fundamentalism, and they really <laughs> uh, they they're they're very strong in their uh, their belief system uh-huh. that uh, women shouldn't ever talk. Um, now, I you also feel that way at times, don't I, you? <laughs> most of the time, um, just wish people would shut up. I think just in general, though. Not I, just women. Just not just women. In, I think in, I think in, most people should okay. stop talking. Yes. I mean, I agree with that. Um, it's pretty. Uh, I don't know. I say that. <laughs> uh, then again, I constantly have people talking in my ears, right? Like whether it's a book or a mm-hmm, podcast or mm-hmm. something going on. Um, you know, I, silence scares me. Can we just have a confession time, real quick? <laughs> uh, I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. Does that? I feel like that says something about me. I feel like it does too. Settle down, Seth. You shouldn't be sharing these things. Um, let's focus on let's, what we got okay, going no, on. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> so. Oh no! I wanted to move on. You, 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 you literally like got a shovel in a chair. He said, "No, we're going to sit down and dig in." <laughs> I was like, "Where is he going with the shovel?" Nailed it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So okay. So you don't like to be alone with your own thoughts. Yeah. And so when you're it's driving, a scary place. you drive a lot, a lot. for work, yeah, yeah, yeah. for work. Um, <laughs> do you ever just drive in silence? Man, it's very, very rare yeah. that I drive in silence. Um, I, I do the most three thing ever. And I'm, I've, I don't even really listen to podcasts anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I barely like this one. And uh, <laughs> so much fun. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I love that. I love our time together. I love our show. I think we put out a fantastic product. I, I really do. Okay. I do um, but I do the most three thing ever. And I read a book. Like I listen to books <laughs> while you're driving. Down yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm multitasking. Um, I don't listen to music when I run. I listen to books. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Because, so pretentious. because I'm in, I'm investing in myself. <laughs> Well, you know what I'm good, doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to my friend's house and helping them redecorate their daughter's bedroom. That That, that is... But, what, okay, I don't see the one for one. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I do things. Don't. I go places. I talk to people. Um, I was trying to explain to somebody, and I think I've said it on the show before. Uh, I think, you know, this is a good thing to know about me. I am an introvert. I do not enjoy being around people. I just see. I don't believe that about okay, you. So here's the thing. I understand that you think that. But okay. I, don't think that's I true. recharge. Let me rephrase it. I recharge by myself. Okay. That is how I recharge. Some people get charged when they're around people. For uh-huh. me, it's a drain. Okay. Okay. Um, like even though I know I'm gonna have a good time, even mm-hmm. though I know I'm gonna have 
have fun, I still feel be part of this the fact that, again that I'm a three and I'm an achiever and and I'm very image conscious and all those other things. Um, I said that wrong, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Okay, so, conscious, conscious. That's what I said. Uh, conscious. I I don't have trying to not no, no, correct it's, you. It's okay. You could you could see it, couldn't the, you? The brain cells are so struggling right now yes you could only see like my eyes your you eyes yeah, yeah your eyes went back and forth and like you went like <laughs> you know it was like an old school typewriter you're like and then white out and then you're typed it again and then you're like kept moving forward i was trying real hard to it's keep okay. my face so uh, i'm very image conscious and yeah. so um i feel like anytime i'm around people i have to be on Okay. And, and I don't, I, that means that for me, uh-huh. it's like expending energy. Uh-huh. So that is why traveling works so well for me and my mm-hmm. family is because um, even around my family, I have to be on. And mm-hmm. when I'm with, when I'm, when I'm, par- when I'm dadding full time, mm-hmm. when I'm husbanding full time, mm-hmm. it's me giving everything and I need alone time to recharge. Sure. Okay. When I'm working, it's it's that. So when like driving through Mississippi and having to drive two hours between places gives me life okay, because yeah. I can then show up, give everything I have mm-hmm. to that call, get in the car, drive to the next place and recharge. And so that's kind of how that works. So by trade and by sheer survival, I've had to become outgoing because my family is a family of extroverts. Mm-hmm. Um my 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 parents are always around people doing things. Mm-hmm. They they that's how they recharge. And so for me, um, I had to like learn how to survive in that. Yeah. And so um, and, and so you know I had to learn how to be outgoing, which helps me with my job, which mm-hmm. helps me in ministry. It helps me with you know those types of things. I know how to perform, but mm-hmm. when it comes time for me to like recharge, then that's why I'm an introvert is because I recharge by myself. So reading a book is like, or or literally sitting in a chair and listening to a book while I follow along is heaven Mm. because that way I'm, I'm getting it in all the directions, but like focus time. Fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of my family, Uh they go to, uh, my, my parents now go to a Baptist church. Uh So we were raised in a Pentecostal kind of charismatic type Mm -hmm. of church. Uh, Charismatic with seatbelts. We weren't too crazy. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I like that. And mm-hmm. so, um, my dad, my, yeah, both of my parents were raised Baptist and then they okay. became Bapticostals. Uh-huh. And then we started going to like an Assembly of God church and then we went to a church of God and then, you know, all those, those whole things. So, you know, again, charismatic, you mm-hmm. know, you know, like speaking in tongues was around. It was there. It was there. It was, it was a thing, you know, <laughs> when you, it happened. Yeah. When you went to camp the last night, Always. always, always, always. But uh, my parents have uh, the the church that they that I grew up in, the church they went to for forever. Um, they kind of changed their worship style to mm. feel more um, mega churchy. Mm-hmm. But what drew them drew us to that church was the fact that it was a family church forever. Mm-hmm. And so whenever Sunday morning would show up and then the blackout curtains would come down and all the lights came down, mm-hmm. they filled the smoke and it was a laser show every Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, my dad was like, I got bad eyesight. I'm just going to go sit outside. <laughs> and then when he realized I can't even worship in my own church, there was yeah. a situation, you know, they, they decided to go someplace where they felt like they, they could worship, yeah. which happens to be a Baptist church. And so 
everybody growing up thought that my parents weren't charismatic enough, and now they go to a Baptist church and they're crazy. They oh yeah, crazy charismatic. They raise their hands probably. And you you know what's changed about his theology? Nothing. 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 Nothing's changed about his doctrine or theology, but he's just you know just kind of there. They are also going through his church is also going mm. through issues with trying to like they want to like um. I mean, I don't know how much how much information I can give because some of these people actually listen to the the show. Mm-hmm. So, hey, everybody at my parents' church, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Um, about to talk about you, <laughs> yeah. And listen, it's it's all in love because uh, because I, I feel like there's some uh, some good stuff going on mm-hmm. at, at his church. Um, but uh, they they had to go through a whole thing and vote as a church as to whether or not. Um, they could allow the children's pastor to be called pastor mm. because the children's minister of children's ministries, whatever mm. their, the title is, um, is a female mm-hmm. and uh, would like to be able to like, you know, baptize kids that get saved. Yeah. yeah but you can't do that if you're not, uh, not a pastor. The great thing about the SBC this is the great thing is that it is a conglomeration of churches. Mm-hmm. It is not a single doctrine. It's not a single faith. It's right. not a single whatever. It is different churches that all kind of like, it's a convention of churches. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And so each church gets to vote on their own thing. Right. Everybody gets to decide what they do mm-hmm. until now. That's my setup. So the biggest <gasps> thing obviously that's happening right now is that uh, back in February, the SBC voted to disfellowship Rick Warren's church, Saddleback Church in California, because they were uh, ordaining and having on staff female pastors. They ordained female pastors on the stage on a Sunday morning or during one of their services, and then also hired those female pastors to be campus pastors, to be um, teaching pastors, things like that. And so uh, what's happening now that we're talking about it again is that um, Rick Warren has come to the SBC convention, their annual meeting um, that happened in New Orleans not too long ago, um, with an appeal to to be uh, reinstated, Yeah, basically. Uh, the truth is Rick Warren came with his appeal not expecting to win. Oh, correct. He he yeah. he knew going into it that the odds were not in his favor. Yeah, and um, he was probably not going to win. Very Hunger Games of you. <clears throat> yeah. Well, sometimes sometimes this world in twenty twenty three feels very Hunger Games ish. Yes. Um. So, but here here's a quote from Rick Warren. He says uh, uh, from his speech on the convention floor. Um, He says, no one is asking any Southern Baptist to change their theology. I'm not asking you to agree with my church. This is what you were talking about earlier. It's a conglomeration of churches who all have somewhat differing beliefs. Yes. Again, we, you and I have talked about it. You've got open handed things and close handed things. Correct. You know who taught me that? Who? Mark Driscoll. Go ahead. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so he says, uh, he said, I'm not asking you to agree with my church. He says, I'm asking you to act like a Southern Baptist who have historically agreed to disagree on dozens of doctrines yes. in order to act on a common mission. Um, uh, unfortunately for Rick, um, a vast majority and 
fact, it was 88% of the messengers at the SBC annual meeting voted to uphold the decision it's, made back in February to disfellowship Saddleback. Let me tell let me let me explain something. Rick Warren, if you're not familiar with who he is, he wrote a book called The Purpose Driven Life. One of the bestseller but most highest selling books highest, of all time. Of all, not just within Christian. No, 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 no. Of all time. Of all time. Like yes. the dude wrote a book and then went and like uh became friends with Oprah because of this book. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's it was very, very big. And by the way, in the late nine uh early two thousands, maybe when it came out, probably mm, late yes, eh, let's, like let's just uh, why look it up. It's okay to be wrong. It's 2023. We're allowed to be wrong. But I think it's early 2000s. Um, if you graduated from anything, you got this oh, book. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, If you um, didn't like your job, you got this book. If you complained about whatever, you got this book. Um, it was uh, it was like... Uh, no, that was a bad joke. We're going to move on. Um, uh, I didn't know how to... I didn't know. How, the brain cells aren't working. Not fully there. No, nope. we're just going to move on. So... Um, so the dude, uh, here's the other thing about it, is that he made a ton of money from this book. You know what he did? He reverse tithed everything that he got from the book. Did you know that? No. Every single, every single dollar that he got, he mm-hmm. kept 10 cents and gave 90% back to the church. Wow. He reverse tithed on the book. Wow. Okay. And he made a lot of money, you guys. And he, he's still just fine. It's- Everybody... He's just fine. It is. It is printed in multiple languages and yes, multiple countries. It's been released. Yeah, and it's only been out for for twenty one years. And his church is a mega church. Two thousand two, huge. Two thousand two. Look at you looking it up, um, and me doing math. I'm so proud of my maths. Um, so his his church is huge, right? Mm-hmm. So to disfellowship. Literally means we are breaking fellowship with yeah. you. You are not allowed to come. You can't sit at the table anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is what I love about what he said. He said, we should remove churches of all kinds for sexual sins, mm-hmm. racial sins, financial sin, leadership sin, sin that harms the testimony of our convention. But the 1,129 churches with women on pastoral staff have not sinned. Wow. Yeah. And people agree with him. Mm-hmm. A lot of people agree with him. Um, it, listen, I don't remember what episode number it is. I want, I, I, in my gut, I feel like it's episode 37. I feel like episode 37 was Dr. Marty Williams. Like that out of nowhere. I feel I, I could be wrong. Could be 73, but I think that it's 37. 37 but, or 73. But we, um, we, we talked about this. Um, she and I argued and listen, I still feel a certain way about it, but do I think that women can't be pastors? No. Do I think that women can't be preachers? No. Mm. Literally the very first preachers of the gospel, the people who preached the gospel of Jesus's resurrection to Peter, James and John Mm -hmm. was a couple of females. I'm just saying like the church, I don't know is around without females telling the gospel. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, maybe we should all chill out when it comes to whether or not women can, can talk. Yeah. You know, um, Rick Warren shared, uh, some tweets a few weeks ago. Um, and, and here, here are just some high notes from, from this rather long, (laughs) 
discourse. Uh, if you have the blue check mark, you can yeah uh, extend beyond the 150 character limit. Oh, um, he says, my biggest regret in 53 years of ministry is that I didn't do my own personal exegesis sooner on the four passages used to restrict women. Shame on me. Wow. Um, he says, I wasted those four years of Greek in college and seminary when I finally uh, did my proper due diligence, laying aside 50 years of bias. I was shocked, chagrined, and embarrassed. Yeah. He says, I do want to, and this is, I'm skipping around a little bit. He says, I do want to do this. I publicly apologize to every good woman in my life, church, and ministry that I failed to speak up for in my years of ignorance. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, um, this isn't a hermeneutics issue. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it, 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 it's church policy. And I think that's what he's saying is that when he actually did the hermeneutics mm-hmm. of those passages and he looked at it, he goes, yeah, man, our policy is wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so, yeah. Cause he's saying, I, he's saying that he misunderstood and he believes that, uh, the leadership over the last 50 plus years, yeah. or probably way more than that, have misunderstood the hermeneutics of those. Yeah. There are four passages that, right specifically are used to discourage women from yeah teaching or preaching and you're speaking in church you're never going to get a hundred percent of baptists to agree on a hundred percent of those sure definitely of, not. of any of of any policy yeah. right mm-hmm. so you're what, what what are you doing now here's the question does rick warren need the southern baptist convention no 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 does the southern baptist convention need a rick warren yeah, probably. They I probably was, do. They're struggling right well, now. Well, and I was going to ask because I'm not super uh, familiar. Does the SBC? I know uh, the Assemblies of God churches mm-hmm. churches tithe to yeah uh, pay pay dues basically and and ordain ministers yeah. within that assembly. So for the mo- some some churches do pay something, but the most most of the money that goes from. Um, churches that are in the convention to the SBC go to missionary funds Okay, to spread the gospel mm-hmm. throughout the world. Um, hey, by the way, um, a, a large percentage of missionaries for the Southern Baptist convention throughout the world are female. Yeah. I'm just, just letting you know, um, if, if it weren't for the, those females, the gospel wouldn't be getting out there to people. And I don't mean females that are with their husbands. I mean, single, single females, females that are going yeah. out and spreading the gospel. Uh, they're doing it. To, it the, the idea of women can't be pastors is such an American idea. Mm-hmm. If you go anywhere else, any like, other country, literally any other country, no one's arguing. Not a bit. It. They're like, that's dumb. Yeah. Why, why do you care? Yeah. Well, we're a nation founded on biblical. It is it's such an American thing. It's such a patriarchal thing, you know. Yeah. And and it's it's really unfortunate that it it's become become what it is because I know personally in my life I've had a lot of women in my life growing up. My mom is in she's an incredible uh, teacher. When she she doesn't enjoy it, but she's really good at it. Oh, so it's like me with people. <laughs> yes, and she's also that way. By the way, <laughs> she's like I don't like people, but people like me. Um, no, people do like her. Yeah. But people, but she's people don't like me. <laughs> no, no. Um, 
<laughs> but she she really has an understanding of scripture and she's able to teach it in a way that it's a different perspective, yeah. you know, and, and at our church, we have, uh, obviously Dr. Marty, who is on the show with us. We have Mary Evans, who, what is an incredible Bible teacher. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, as long as they're only teaching women, exactly. A man can't learn nothing from no woman. That is just so, such crap. Yeah. It's just such crap. Yeah. There's is. nothing, <laughs> there's no other word for yeah. it. That's just what it is. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's uh, the SBC also has a lot of other issues going on that they could use a Rick Warren and his 30,000 people that show up to his church every yeah. week. Um, but, uh, you know, like, they've recently released a, um, a study that they did about how they hid sexual predators, like child sexual predators in, in the denomination. They're just as bad as the Catholic Church, everybody. Oh, they're real, like they just move people around. They don't tell people. They don't no. tell what's going on. No, 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 no. It's I mean, it's just as bad. And so they do need some positive people out there to be like yeah. this. We got some good stuff going on, and they don't. They are imploding. Well, and and hey, they... speaking of imploding, slow down there, past Seth. Uh, remember <laughs> that you are on uh, all kinds of brain fumes from the painting. So. That joke was inappropriate. And so I know normally you're doing like a, like a song right now. And that's not, like, even that is not okay. So you're just stop and then move on. Okay. Back to the show. What I was going to say yeah, regarding I, the again, SBC and their, uh, their study on sexual predators within the denomination, yeah. they, one of their big things that they've been voting on, because they, uh, I think they were maybe voting on a new president or new somebody. Um, and one of the talking points is whether or not to let this study be released in its entirety. And oh. most of the people are like, oh, no, I would put that away and not ever well, let it. And I'm even, like, but here's the thing like, um, it's already out. People know. People know. And like, it's like, Pastors who actually go and read the, I think it's like 130 pages, 300 and something pages. Like it's so long. Mm -hmm. It's so bad. Every pastor that I know that has read it, um, because if you're part of the convention, I guess you have access to it. Yeah. But uh, which means, by the way, everybody has access to it. I'm just saying, there's a thing called the internet. Look it up. You know where you forever. would look it. You know where to look it up. Where on the internet. And so. Um, <laughs> So dumb. And so, but it means that it's there. It's our, it's already out there. It's just bad, dude. It's bad news. So, um, that's what's happening. Um, gross. Yeah. Not a, not a, not a huge fan of, of that. So something else that we haven't talked about yet that, that has happened recently, um, just to pivot a little bit was, um, the death of Pat Robertson. Yeah, we didn't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, he passed away on June 8th um, of this month. And he was, for those who, who didn't know, he was a, a religious broadcaster. He was the, what? CBN, Christian, C Christian Broadcasting Broadway, yep. Network. Host That's, of the 700 yeah. Club. Yeah, so he passed away. Um, he was a certain number of years old. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Wow, you really narrowed it down there. Way to go, Reaver. <laughs> I like to be real specific and share the like all the details. Yeah. Uh, no, he was 93. Golly. 93. He just had his 93rd birthday. I met him once. 
You did? Yeah. I met him once when he was running for president. So this had oh. to have been, okay, let me see. It was in, uh, I was living there. So it's uh, 86, 87. Maybe he was, mm-hmm. yeah, when, before, cause he didn't actually like uh, get the bid, the nomination or anything. Um, so he was, but he was running for president. I think this was 87. Mm-hmm. Like he was going to go up against uh, George H.W. Bush, the vice president and, and win, but that's good, man. Uh, that's cool. Uh, met him. He, uh, he, uh, my parents actually, uh, we took a family picture with him and it, and it hung in our house for a long time. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because good old power. He came to, flew through the airport in Tyler, Longview, Texas, maybe. Yep, Longview, yeah. and uh, yeah, took a took a picture there. So uh, I met him one time. I have no, I have nothing else to say about him. I didn't, I don't remember anything. Your boy was six years old. I'm just yeah, saying. No, so like, you, you don't, you don't have any details. No, 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 no. You don't remember it. You just I'll, saw I'll, a picture. I just later. remember that picture, just yeah. hanging proudly in That's my parents' funny. house uh, as a, I don't know. Republican donor of some sort. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we do. Yeah. So, um, anyway, a little bit about uh, Pat Robertson. Oh, yeah, yeah. He uh, obviously we said he founded Christian Broadcasting Network. Um, obviously had a a failed political run. Um, he uh, also founded Operation Blessing. Now, are you familiar with Operation Blessing? Not a clue. They it's an organization. Uh, for whatever reason, several people that I went to Brownsville with um, ended up working for Operation Blessing. Weird. Um, I, yeah, it's kind of strange. But they send uh, send medical teams to developing countries. So that's that's uh, something. Um, he was uh, in 1994. He sent a large group to Rwanda after the genocide. Oh wow, great! And was involved in that. So, um. What other things has he done? Obviously, there are controversies. There always are. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, he's... Uh, how do I say this? He's uh, he's the host of a Christian TV show. <laughs> There's going to be controversy. There's You're going to say some things. He's going to say gonna, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know... Did he do uh, a lot of good? He did a lot of good. Did he yeah. do a little bit of damage? He did a little bit of damage. Yeah. You know what else you can say about that? Uh, the paint downstairs in my kids' room did a lot of good. Looks real pretty, guys. It looks good. I like it. A little bit of damage. It's <laughs> a little bit of damage for your boy. To your frontal lobe. Man, it's so bad. <laughs> All right. You ready to get into the bee? Yes. Okay. Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! Newlywed couple thinks they'll wait a little longer to have kids after helping at VBS. <laughs> hey, uh, le- hey, here's the thing. I-, I believe this firmly in my heart, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, if you think that your church is full of snobs, it could be. It could be that you're lazy. Um, just want to let you know, like, because the way that you get to know people mm. is by getting to like do ministry with them. Oh yeah, and work with them. Sure. So if you think that if you're like everybody at that church is a click, I want to know where do you serve. Mm-hmm. And if you get to know people that you serve with, and then you still don't like the church, then you go find someplace else. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. It's you just being lazy. I believe this firm in my bones. If you don't know what your calling is, try something. Try it out. Let people know. I don't know if this is my calling or not. And then try it. Um, one of the things that you should definitely try out mm-hmm. is uh, helping with the kids kids ministry mm-hmm. and uh, and children's church and preschool and nursery. And you should try all of those. Yeah. I've tried them all, which is why I know 
I don't like kids. Um, I, I barely like mine, but I definitely don't like yours. The, whoever you are, I, I think I'll give them a high five. I, I'm a three. I'm going to make them think that uh-huh. I love them, but I, I, I'm not interested. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, there's actually like a small exception of people. There's mm, like, sure. those are also my kids, you know, but right, I mean, right, right, right. but, but for the most part, like just stranger kids, not, mm-hmm. you know, like just rando kids. Nah, not, not good. Uh, if you are, uh, okay. If you're a dude and your wife has baby fever or you're a, a, a woman and your husband has baby fever, but you don't, and mm-hmm. you want to pause this summer is the greatest opportunity yeah. to volunteer VBS volunteer at uh in in preschool mm-hmm. and that's how you like kind of chill it out a little bit yeah. because Just that is great birth tamp control it down. absolutely there you oh, go no, not the beast! Not the beast! pro tips ah! pro tips from sethford all right what's your not for me my not for me this week is i still do a lot of work at bethesda for like projection and things like that front of house things like that we are making the move to a new version of the program that we use for our Got projection. It. It's pro presenters. Hey, mode. you know what? I think that's worth talking about. I think, uh-huh. you know, that's Christian pop culture enough because people who work in churches, yeah. everybody knows pro presenter. Pro presenter. Yeah. Man. And why haven't you upgraded yet? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so, because it's a lot. Yeah. And so, like, I went up to the church one day this week. I got off work my regular nine to five, which I yeah. don't work nine to five right now, but my regular... <laughs> We work, and I went up to the church, and I spent uh, roughly three and a half hours working on pro presenter, making sure that what I wanted to do is going to work. Yeah. Um. So by the time you guys are listening to this, it's either worked Sunday morning or, or we have another story for it you has next not, week, <laughs> or I have a brand new not for me. Next Sunday for next show, next next episode. Um, but specifically, I um, had spent three hours working and getting. We do a countdown timer. You know how many yeah. minutes are left until service time starts yeah. at ten thirty. Which which I love, by the way. Yeah. Do you know why I love it? Be, uh, because it always runs out. It's never right. <laughs> we. It, no, it, sorry, it's right. It's always right. <laughs> it's always it's down to the second to start at ten thirty. Yes, we don't start at ten thirty. No. Um, I don't think there's ever been a single time in the history of ever since we had that clock up there that it counted down to zero and we started right at hey, zero. Uh, you know who always start on time? Steve Hill. Oh, he, there could be <laughs> I was no. The Baptist. <laughs> there could be no band on stage. He'd uh-huh. walk up and be like, "Welcome to the church that starts on time." Amazing <laughs> grace, and the band would like be that running. That sounds exactly yeah. like him. Oh my gosh! Um, so I was working on getting that because the layout Pro Presenter Seven is just different enough. Okay, from six, which I loved six. the The upgrade to six was amazing, and I'm totally. I was totally geeking out on it all. Um, seven has been slightly harder for me because it's just different enough that I'm like, okay, you're making me feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I hate, I don't enjoy feeling that way yeah. because I've spent a lot of time learning pro presenter <laughs> and weird brag. But, I'm, okay. I, but I did. I like, I spent hours watching tutorials no, I got you. I got and, you. Yes. and you know, whatever. I'm sorry. You don't know it, but um, I'm sure I can figure it out. You press space bar, you move forward. It's not that big of a deal. So I spent three hours and getting everything lined up. I'm moving over our songs and I've got to rebuild templates and I've got to all of these things and make sure that they're all working over the video. 
And then it comes time. I'm like, oh, I got to get the the message up the not the message, but the the countdown up there. And I I figure out the a couple of things. I'm like, oh, I can add a theme to this. So as soon as I click on this button, the countdown goes up. I'm like, that's awesome. That means whoever's running projection doesn't have to like go click on like on this million things. They just have to click on the thing that they're going to click on anyway. And the countdown automatically goes up. The problem is the countdown went up. It never went away. And so it would count down to zero. Yeah, okay. And then the zeros would just stay up there. And it was another like hour of figuring of out figuring out how to get those ding dang zeros. You should reset the you should reset it to start at 1030 and then do another countdown <sighs> that's visible to noon. <laughs> <laughs> that everyone can see. And like, um, don't tell Pastor. Don't, oh, he would be so mad at don't me. Don't tell Pastor Do at all. Know? He's like, I don't know. He would be so mad at me. Going on his seventeenth point, and it's it's, and then when it gets when it gets to zero, have it start counting up, so everybody mm-hmm. knows exactly how, how far. many minutes over yeah. he yeah. is. Yeah, he would be so mad at me. There have been so many times when we have been done, and the service is fantastic. The service was great, and I got everything out of it, uh-huh. and. I'm talking there was altar call. People got saved. Mm-hmm. Everything like and and it's 11:47. Uh-huh. Well, let's sing 16 songs to make sure we run over noon. I'm like, "Come on. We it's did okay. it. It's okay to like to we, leave early. We did it. It's Occasionally. fine. It happens." That's like on Wednesday nights. We uh, Listen, we're not leaving choir before 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Even if we're done, even if we only had four songs that night to go over, yeah. we're not leaving before 8 o'clock. Yeah. So no, I cannot do that. Um, I would, I would be, that would be in so funny, dude. Such You've got to get a countdown down to noon. Don't, don't even. Okay, not visible on the big screen for everybody, mm-hmm. but for him. No, <laughs> he would be so mad at me. You got to do it. it. Would he would be so mad at That'd me? That'd be great. Anyway, um, so pro presenter was not for me for at yeah. least part of the time Thursday night this past week because um, of that. Stupid countdown clock, but Does I did Purple figure Center it out. Have anyway. a have a thing uh, for Southern Baptist Church where the countdown clock just doesn't even go off for women. It's just like when a woman starts speaking, it just stops. Like it just you can't, stops, you and can't, you're starts done. Blinking, yeah, blinking. It's yeah. like it's get a off red the light. Stage. Yeah, it's a red get light. Get off the yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did, you know, I saw something in one of the menus that yeah, yeah. said SBC. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I want you to dig into that a little bit more. Shut up. Um, what's your not for me? Painting. It really <laughs> is. Um, I don't know. I think painting, you painting is my, is for me. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. Hey, here's the thing. Okay. And, and Jonathan, uh, today was, uh, he was with me when I was getting on the supplies and he goes, so I think I understand. <laughs> And I go, what? He goes, so you you do all the like the the stuff up front and then mom comes in and finishes it. And I go, well, no, mom actually starts it because it's all her idea. Right. And 100% her idea. She's picked out everything, paint colors, all of it. Yes, everything. She And, and then I do the work up front and then she comes in and makes it look pretty. But I have to do like all the, the like I have to do all the 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 the, the, the labor, gr- the grunt work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, that's all I am in this process. It's mm-hmm. like it's a it's a design mm-hmm. and execution situation, right? Um, and, and and here's the thing: I think that really my not for me is um the the Gaines family, like Chip and Joanna, because uh-huh. I think it's like given uh, a 
false sense of security of like, I can design it. Chip will, Chip will actually do it. Mm-hmm. And then I come in and just finish it off and it looks good, which is what happens. But like, I don't like it. Yeah. I just don't like it. I don't like doing it. Yeah. And I don't like painting. You didn't, you didn't do all the grunt work. I stuffed pillows. Yeah, you did. Well and done. I uh, framed the picture Thank of you. the Highland cow, Barnaby. Yeah. You're, you, and we've named, we've named That's, the cow. I was informed that his name is Barnaby. Okay. Uh, well, you said Bartleby and Barnaby. So no, I said Barnaby both times. Man, I just wish that there was some way to go back and listen. <laughs> Please do. The Highland cow, Barnaby. Yeah. The Highland cow, Barnaby. Yeah. Barnaby. Yeah. Barnaby. That's a show. <laughs> But listen, our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions about any of the craziness that we've talked about today. There's a lot of it. Uh, you can find us. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook and Instagram. That's right. For every uh, comment that you leave us on any of the things, um, especially like Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. we donate money to charities and organizations like that to to uh, to you know to, to bless people. To bless people. To, we just trying to be a we blessing. Just be but a that blessing. is that is our uh, that's our marketing budget. Is mm. you? You are our <laughs> marketing budget. So go out there, share the show, yeah, subscribe, tell do all the things. About it. Yeah. Um, I send it to somebody, send the link to somebody, just say, Hey, check out this show. Yeah. It, like, here's the thing, like right now, just do it now. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're like, okay. I mean, some of you are like hip to the idea that, um, at the end of the show, things kind of fall off the rails during the last little thing, like, like, <laughs> like it's happening right now. And so you listen all the way to the end because you know, you know, what's up, which means, you know, this is a good show. Yeah. Have you told anybody about it this week? Yeah. No, you haven't. I just, I'm guilting you into it. Yeah, absolutely. This is a free podcast. You know, you had to pay for this. Nothing. You know, I had to pay for this a heck of a lot. I'm just saying <laughs> we like, it's a lot to it make this happen. Only cost you us get money. it free. You get it for free. And we love that you get it for free. Now just do your stinking job and tell somebody else <laughs> to listen to it. Wow. He's getting yeah. a little aggressive. Sorry. Yeah. That's that's the paint fumes talking. Yeah. Yeah. We love you, Padrishners. <laughs> this isn't a volunteer thing. I'm telling you to do it. Please do. Please help grow the show yeah. because yes. we'll be back next week. Until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. <laughs>